0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Aaron Mashbitz, a.k.a. Jackson Stone. This is episode 119 of Jackson Talks, everybody. 119 episodes in of Jackson Talks, everybody. Amazing. Mm -hmm. We drop an episode every single Tuesday. Thank you for coming back every week. If you're a brand new listener, thank you for tuning in. This is an excellent episode For you to be introduced to Jackson Talks, everybody. And with that said, we are going to hop right in. There is a... There's two things... Two things that I've I've kind of been really thinking about. Really been thinking about. And I want to openly discuss them on this podcast. And I want to talk through... Some of my thoughts and feelings about these subjects to see if they maybe resonate with the audience that I have, or if you guys disagree, if you have some other opinions and feelings on the matter, I would love to hear them. But this is kind of what I've formulated on these two ideas. And I've also been getting a lot of questions from the people who listen and watch this podcast about my thoughts on a few subjects. And they relate to the two big ideas of this podcast. So one being this idea of body positivity. The idea of body positivity is a wonderful idea. But I think it's getting a little misconstrued. In society, and let me explain why. Our bodies, everyone's bodies, are these magnificent, amazing things that do things that we can't even explain and are unaware of that just happen naturally that allow us to do the things we do in our life. Right? We eat, we sleep, we move. We exercise, we do all of these things, but our body does all of these amazing things that we're unaware of. That's why our bodies are incredible and we should want to honor them the best we know how. And so this idea of body positivity is step number one to first love that body. To love the body you're in, regardless of what stage you are at in life, You are trying to come to terms, accept and honor and eventually love the body you are in. That's step number one. Step number two has to then be a movement into action, right? Having unhealthy habits, eating whatever you want, not exercising, not honoring your body, Not trying to become the best you is not a version of body positivity that we can adopt. That is not what body positivity is. That is just plain old complacency and accepting things and not doing anything better about it. Right? The first step to change is one, awareness. And then number two is Acceptance and then the third step, most important step, is action, right? Awareness, acceptance, and action. So it's important to be aware of your body and how amazing it is, and how many amazing things it does for you every day that you can't freaking explain. So you're aware of that, but you're also aware of the things that are slowing you down, that are making you not live as long as you could, that are not, that you're not doing the the best things you can do. And that's not about being perfect. That's not about being perfect. That's never what we're going to ask. But that's about giving, acknowledging your own worth, acknowledging your own value, which is which is incredible and huge and giving that to yourself the same way you would treat others is how you want to treat yourself. And that's really what it boils down to when it comes to body positivity. So it's not just accepting the fact that we have unhealthy behaviors and we're doing all of these things that are bad for us and just saying, Oh, that's body positivity. I love my, no, 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 that can't be it. Yes, the first step is becoming aware of it. Becoming aware of your immaculate, beautiful, fantastic body and then choosing to honor it by accepting the fact that you're doing a few things that are not the best for you and then tackling those few things one at a time and then moving into action. And then moving into action because acceptance is the only thing that will allow us to have long lasting change, accepting what is, being honest with reality, with the body that we have, with the behaviors that we have, with the habits that we have, becoming aware of those habits, protocols and behaviors and our body and then choosing to make little micro moments or micro actions every day and habits and build on those habits every day so then we do honor our body Emotionally, physically, spiritually, with our habits every day. So it does become body positivity. And the thing... And so also with that said, this does not take into account some medical conditions, things of that nature, things out of your control, things that you can't do anything about. I understand all of those things. I'm talking about general body positivity. If you are overweight and you have unhealthy eating habits and you don't exercise and you don't take care of yourself, that's not body positivity. That's being complacent and lazy and we have to do something about it because you hold the agency and the power to create the life you want. And it starts with our fundamentals of eating well, moving well, thinking well, and sleeping well. And all of those things impact our body, how we move, how we digest things, how we exercise, um, how our immune system, all of these things are important and they're impacted by our body because our body is beautiful and we have to honor it and all of the amazing things that it does so you have to move from awareness of what things are happening in your life with your body things that you feel sensations that are happening are you getting sick often can you not do this can you not do that then move into completely accepting it because acceptance is the very is one of the most important steps in the long-lasting change accepting what is being very honest with your current situation and then moving into action but that whole process is loving your body, is honoring your body, is treating yourself like you would treat anyone else with the right nutrients, with the right exercise, with the right love, care, compassion, and grace, because you're not expecting yourself to be perfect. You're not expecting to be a bodybuilder by the end of the week. You're expecting yourself to have this long lasting journey that will last the rest of your life, because you want to live the most, longest, fulfillest, most beautiful life. And part of that is honoring this body that you have because you only have one body and one life, and we're choosing to honor it while living and having fun and enjoying things and going out and doing all the things that you love to do. But deciding that this is a priority for us and eating well, moving well, sleeping well, and thinking well is all part of this idea of body positivity and moving from awareness to acceptance, to action, to daily habits, daily habits, daily habits, daily habits, daily habits. Becoming the best version of yourself doesn't happen by accident or by chance, it happens by choice. And that's what I wanna say about that. And the next big thing that I've really, really been thinking about is being a man, is being a strong man. And why I've been thinking about this, one is because I'm a man. I'm 30 years old. And I want to be the absolute best man that I can be for my friends, for my family, for my mom and dad, for my partner, for myself, for society, for the world. How can I present myself as the best version of me, the strongest, the most capable man that I can be? And so I think a lot about the people in my life who have represented that behavior, some coaches, my father, things of that nature. And then I look on social media and I see this just two extreme forms of this idea, right? You have one side, just like a lot of things happening in our world. Things are very decisive. Things are very one side or the other. When usually... Things are complicated, things are nuanced, things are yes, and, and we can have this harmonious balance or this dynamic equilibrium between these two opposing things that really toggle this line and allow us to be that best version of ourselves and meet and the a kind of point of understanding. And so in our society today, we have kind of two very extreme points of view. One side is that all men are shit. All we've done is terrible things and there's no good men out there for any women to date, and we're all, we all just need to be weak and move to the side and not do anything so we don't fuck anything up anymore. That's one side of the argument. And then the other side is kind of the Andrew Tate side, extreme form of this idea of manhood with some of the things he's saying with some of the things he's doing. But what really needs to happen is how we can kind of meet in the middle. So I've been, I've, I've been asked a lot about my thoughts on Andrew Tate and my thoughts on Jordan Peterson. And throughout this kind of idea, I'll, I'll reference both of those men and kind of be, you'll be able to formulate what I think about either side or either person. And so you have those two forms of extreme ideas. And that's not good, because young boys will then get trapped on either side. okay?'ll they'll, they'll listen to some of this stuff, and they'll think that they're weak and they should be weak and they can't amount to anything and they shouldn't they don't need to work hard then. What's the point? Everything's dumb.'m I fucked up everything already and' I'm, I'm only this, so I shouldn't do nothing. Or I should be on this extreme side. And do kind of the things that Andrew Tate is saying, even though he has some valid points to his argument, he says them in a way that is very extreme and hateful and sometimes misogynistic and things of that nature. And so boys then will fall into that trap. And the reason they fall into that trap is because it's it's an extreme of an extreme. And so they want something to believe in. They want some leaders. They want to know that they can be on a path that can create this life that they want. That it's okay to do some of these things. And so you have these kind of two polar opposites. And really, what really matters, how to be a strong man, lives in the middle. Lives in the middle. So I'm just pointing out that there's these two sides. And boys, young boys, will get trapped on either side. And neither of those sides are really where you want to be in the path, in the trajectory towards life. Towards the best version of you. What you want to do is you kind of want to have this yin and yang. This masculine, feminine kind of push and pull to be the strongest man you can be. And so I am a fan of Jordan Peterson. I'm a fan of the way he talks about building up men. He tells young men to take a personal responsibility in their life. He says that if every single woman in the world doesn't find you attractive, it's not the woman's fault. It's your fault. And so you have to dig deep and put in the work on how to be the most confident, competent Caring, compassionate, loving, generous, and tough man you can be. It's up to you. You take personal sovereignty over your life to become the best man that you can be. And that's what Jordan Peterson says. Jordan Peterson says that you want to be the most dangerous man you can be and then put that and be able to have that under voluntary control. And so I think of those two ideas very deeply. that's what I think about when I think about the best, strongest man. And when I think about the word dangerous in that context, I don't think violence. I think competent, confident, sophisticated, valued. I think of those words because dangerous has this like really violent connotation to it. And that's not how I see it when he's talking. Because I've heard some of his other lectures about personal sovereignty and personal responsibility and cleaning your room before you go and try and take on the world. Like, becoming the best you is a personal inner work, deep work thing. And so you're becoming the best version of you. So when I see and hear that word dangerous in that context, I think of best version of you. And so when I'm thinking about the best men, the strongest men, they are, on one side, extremely confident, but also humble, right? Extremely confident, but also humble. Their ego doesn't get in the way, right? They're humble, but confident. They be- There's an inner belief in themselves. They don't have to tell everyone about it. They just believe in themselves. There's an inner knowing. They're competent. They're sophisticated with the way they speak and the way they write, They understand how to dress, right? They're physically capable, right? Those things are qualities of a strong man. But on the same side, they're also these qualities of a strong man. They're soft. They're gentle. They give grace. They have compassion. There's love. They're caring. They're hopeful, right? Those two things have to coexist. And yes, I know some of these words are contradicting, but that's the yin and the yang of the man, of the strongest, most powerful man is that he's competent and caring, competent and caring, loving and kind, but also very tough. Sometimes we just need to be able to get things done when we say we're going to get them done and do them and go after them. Sometimes we need to ask for help. Both things are incredibly strong. Getting things done when we need to get things done or asking for help when we need help. Both things are incredibly strong. Showing a vulnerable side, showing a soft and gentle and kind side is equally as important as having a tough and rough side. That's what being a strong man is. And so... The job of our society would be to encourage our young men and our young boys to be these strong, capable, kind, compassionate young men. Instead of telling them that they're shit, why don't you encourage them to be these strong, capable, confident, caring young men? Because that's better for the world. It's not just okay to be a man, it's absolutely necessary. And so if women want better men, they shouldn't go out there and just bury them and shit on them, but they should encourage them to become the best version of themselves so we can have great relationships together women are elevating their game they're elevating their game and so men also have to elevate our game we have to take it on our personal responsibility to become the best men we can possibly become again which is confident humble competent tough right physically able physically fit but also loving and compassionate and gentle and caring that has a lot to do with our mental health our physical health our emotional health learning how to talk and write and read at a very competent sophisticated level understanding our style and our how we dress being physically fit being mentally fit, understanding our softer side, understanding when we need to ask for help and be vulnerable and share things about ourselves, understanding also when we need to kind of get it done and get after it, okay? So our society and women especially shouldn't be shitting on men, or bearing them or telling them their crap but lifting them up because when we lift up each other society as a whole becomes better and everyone is elevated because of it and so yes we each have to take some individual responsibility for our own not some we have to take complete ownership and responsibility for our own lives but it's also helpful to hear from the social media and other people that it's okay to do these things. It's okay to go after this. It's okay to become the best version of you. It's okay to be this kind of man. And so that's what I think about when I think about these kinds of things. And that's why when I teach the boys that I coach, this is what I'm trying to embody as a man. So for me, right, I talk about mental health a lot. I talk about my feelings and my emotions and how I feel and how important mental health is because it is important. It's how we think, feel, and act, and it encompasses our everyday. We have to be in touch with that side of ourselves. We have to be able to express our emotions and ask for help and understand that we need to take care of what's going on up here so we can take care of what's going on outside of our head as well. But we have to be of clear mind and clear thought, and that's that's priority prioritizing and being proactive with our mental health. I talk about that a lot and as a man, that's extremely important. It's extremely important because we're losing men at a very high rate to suicide and so we have to be addressing that thing paramount. We have to be so we can so we can have yes, so we so we need to keep addressing that. But I also am someone who talks about working out and doing jujitsu and doing Krav Maga and being someone who can take care of himself and the people he loves the most, if it happened that way. I'm very confident and competent. And as you can hear, I can speak and verbalize things. And I write, if you check out my newsletter and all the things I write on social media, right? So I'm toggling between both sides, the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. And they mesh together to create a strong, capable, productive man. And I'm not saying that I am the ultimate apex of man, but I am listening and learning and studying from all of these great men and trying to encompass that in my whole life, trying to bring that together in my life. And so that's what I have to say about that. It's like very, very important. It's very important for young men and young boys to hear this message, to know that it's okay to strive, it's okay to be this, it's okay to go after the things you want, it's okay to be tough, right? But you have to mesh the things together and be able to express how you feel and open up and ask for help and say the, what you need And be expressive about your vulnerabilities and your emotions with the people that you love the most. Because you can't love people the most or allow people to love you the most if you're not expressing your full self. And that's a confident, competent, capable, sophisticated, well-dressed, physically and mentally fit young man who is in touch with their gentle, calm, um, compassionate, uh, loving Gentle side as well. That's the meshing of the ultimate man. And we can get there. We can get there. There's loads of stuff on the internet about that. The Roommates is a great podcast to check that out. Jordan Peterson has some really good lectures on this stuff on YouTube as well. And just trying to digest different sides and formulate this idea of becoming the best person you can be. And that's about the yin and the yang. And I think that's important for our young boys and our young men to hear and I'm trying to embody those traits for the players that I coach and I'm trying to express that here on this podcast and how important that is for our society. Because if men are elevated and women are elevated to for us both to blossom into the best versions of ourselves, then together we form partnerships and relationships that are long lasting, that are loving, that are built on values core values, and we can raise kids in those values, and everyone is elevated because of this idea of striving to be the best versions of ourselves. But that doesn't mean always striving. That means loving and caring and being present in the moment. I know all of these things are really hard. That's why we have to take them one baby step at a time. Awareness, acceptance, action. But one tiny action, right? Refer back to the habits episode, the habit where the action is too small to fail, and you build on top of that. You build on top of that. You build on top of that over time. If your room is really, really dirty, you decide today that you're going to pick up one article of clothing and put it away, and you start doing that every single day, and then you clean your room, and then the kitchen, and then the house, and then boom, and then you start to clean up your everything and it builds from there, right? You're stacking these things on top saying that's like me to get that shit done. And then you're addressing these unresolved issues in their life. You're tackling the things that you've been avoiding. You're getting in touch with your feminine, your soft, your gentle, your compassionate, your caring side, while also being physically capable and fit and competent and confident and moving through life in that way, trying to be the best version of you and taking care of all of those things along the way and finding a partner who matches those values, who lives and wants to flourish by the same values as you. And you guys are moving through life together, supporting each other with that. And we have to encourage our young men to want to do that. And we have to, we have to do that by showing them embodying them and not having these two extremes that young boys are going to fall into these two kind of traps and go the way that we don't want them to go. So we want them to be a yes and to have to understand that there's a yin and a yang To striving to be the best they can be. And that's why we want to preach this message of personal responsibility, personal sovereignty. Take it upon yourself. But you will need people along the way because nobody does anything great alone. So we want to link arms, care about people, talk to people, be invested in other people, but always taking accountability and ownership for our own life and then moving from that space forward. And I think that's very important in today's society. I think it's always been important, but especially important now. And so let me know what you thought of that episode. Let me know if you want me to touch on some more things, some deeper ideas. Yeah, questions, comments, concerns, funny stories, anecdotes, didn't like something, want to further explain, email me, DM me, text me. Thank you for listening. As always, Please support the podcast and you are loved via Patreon at patreon.com slash Jackson Stone. But importantly, also as well, subscribe on YouTube. Give us a rate and review on Spotify and Apple. But most importantly, definitely, definitely, definitely most importantly, please take good care of yourselves and others. I will see you next time. Lots of love.